Episode 88, Sports Biz Podcast, presented by Game Plan U. This is your host, Rob Thompson. Today, I interviewed Kirsten Sires, the founder and CEO of LRT Sports, formerly known as Locker Room Talk. We discuss the issues and transparency in the college recruiting process for high school students and what their solutions are for full transparency by rating those coaches we talk about her being an entrepreneur and starting a business while in college it's a great interview thanks for tuning in the sports biz podcast presented by game plan you love sports dream of working in the sports industry game plan you career workshops is a self-assessment and mentoring program for sports career seekers Game Plan U is a 90-day program identifying your skills through a self-assessment and work one-on-one with a career coach to help you design a career roadmap. Go to sportsdreamjob.com to learn more about all the incredible resources and career support available at sportsdreamjob.com. So we're just going to jump right into this, all right? So yeah. I started, uh, we're live everywhere we we go, because I didn't want to spend too much time catching up, because I think we just have a lot to talk about. I agree. So let's go back to, I don't even know where really to begin on this whole thing, but first of all, you were one of, I think you were like in the top first, top 10 of my guests Probably. way back when yeah. in, in Saratoga. And you were just getting started for the most part. I think maybe you were six months in, somewhere like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, you, had your first, you had your first version, 1.0 version of the website. You were doing um, lectures at high schools. And you primarily were tapping into your network of friends that you had in the industry or just, just student athletes. Um, but now look at you. How many years later? Two and a um, half? Three? We're about three years later. Um, our website launched November of 2015. Yeah. So we're just coming up on, on our third year anniversary, which is exciting. That's huge. I think, I it, what is it like? If you make it past your three years, then that's like I what get, they say. I get a golden star. I don't know. Ten, <laughs> don't points. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten points. I'd like to think so. But yeah, no, everything's going well. Yeah. I just remember when we actually met yeah. for the first time around Saratoga, I was having a heart attack because... I went to go pull up the site and it crashed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is the first meeting that this happened. Uh, Now that would not happen. It would not happen. We got the best CTO, Paul Stangle, on board. So he's he's got everything unlocked. Big shout out to Paul. Exactly. All right. So the website looks great. Um, So you got that. I don't even know if that was a problem back then. It didn't seem like it. But now that I just think it it makes it look um, like just a whole different level. Um, what's response been like? Let's start with the coaches first, because I sure. know that's the hardest, probably the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. Our baseball coach, he usually is here on Tuesdays. He couldn't be here, but he was ready for you. Yeah. But the good news is he's ranked really high. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so that's I told great. him, I'm like, yeah. dude, you're ranked like yeah. one of the highest levels. Yeah. And so you have nothing to worry about, but he's like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. So what has been the feedback from the coach's perspective? Yeah. I mean, it's totally mixed bag, honestly. Yeah. Uh Really great coaches love yeah. us. Yeah, like the baseball yeah. coach, for example. Good, coach, good coaches love you. Is the one exactly. I have to hide. Well, they like to you know yeah. pass it out to the recruits. Say, hey, look how my right. current players value me and yeah. everything else like that. Yeah. Um, 
We do have a lot of interviews with college coaches, which we encourage too. It also gives an inside perspective to how they like to coach, what they look for in recruits and everything else. So mm-hmm. we like to give them the opportunity to kind of have their own voice as well. And, you know, then there are some coaches that aren't a fan of us, which is okay. I mean, that's kind of why we started the company. It's a staggering concept, and it's something that's just a little bit, um, I guess, different. It's not different in the world because you can Mm -hmm. rate everything. You can rate lawyers. You can rate teachers. You can rate any anyone literally your uber driver too so it's not different in that respect but it is different for this industry in particular because i feel like with ncaa and a lot of things are coming out there's like not really as much transparency as they like to say that there is um and that's nobody's fault i just think it's the way that things have been going for so many years but we kind of want to draw some attention to some things that aren't okay um, and we love drawing attention to those coaches that really don't get the press that are great coaches. Like mm-hmm. we have a lot of division three coaches that we like to highlight and kind of put out there. Misericordia, for example, is a D3 school. Mm-hmm. And we do a lot of work with those coaches or in our videos. We, you know, they share our stuff because maybe they don't have the money or the funding or anything to go on those recruiting trips. But here's another avenue to kind of see them in a fun way. Um, so that's that's a school that we've been working with that's been, like been really on board with us. So let's, before you go any further, let's let's take a huge step back because <laughs> I think everybody's like, what are yeah. we talking about? So locker room talk. Um, well, no longer locker room talk. Now LRT, we're LRT Sports. LRT Sports. Yep, Very smart. rebranded. Yep. So we, so we want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about what has really changed since your original concept three years ago or two and a half years ago when we first sat down and talked mm-hmm. to now? What other business opportunities have you found? How much has changed in it? How you Have you rethought the pro- platform or kind of pivoted in the platform? Before we do that, just, just talk about the business. Like, what for is sure. the platform? Yeah, absolutely. So LRT Sports is a rating site for college coaches. So college athletes go on, rate their college coaches, and um, it just gives inside look for high school athletes, parents, coaches, um, and everybody else who's kind of going through that recruiting process. So that is kind of like how we started. That was the, you know, like the start of our idea. And how it's changed since three years ago is we actually ended up going on to create a blog section, which is definitely... Um, We've definitely graduated from a blog, and it's now more like articles where we're interviewing coaches. uh, We're interviewing college athletes, current and former professional athletes. We're talking about recruiting horror stories and, um, you know, just educating on the recruiting process from through the eyes of current and former athletes and coaches and everybody else. So our mission is to educate on um, the recruiting process through firsthand information and experiences. So. If I'm a parent and I want to find out a little bit about more about if my kid's going to go to a school in North Carolina, I want to look at what it, uh, what the coaches, you know, what's how are they ranked. So it gives me as a parent a little bit more insight on particular programs. Correct. And is it just coaches or did you get into? So just and- coaches for now. Um, yeah. We're focusing on head coaches right right now we're going to move into strength and conditioning coaches we're going to move into assistant coaches and we're also going to move into facilities and everything else like that Mm -hmm. we just want to focus on head coaches for now Um, we have over twenty thousand ratings now Um, about half of the schools in the u.s have a coach rating so we've really grown with that because i think last time we spoke i probably had like 20 ratings on the site (laughs) from like skidmore and that's it because that's where i went yeah maybe maybe don't sell yourself short (laughs) yeah (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so we're moving and grooving with that. I think that's closer in our future. 
I think it'll probably be within the next year that we start to expand in, in those realms, but we're mm-hmm. actually releasing a subscription model. So that's been our real focus right now. And the subscription model is going to focus on just kind of teaching you how to think about looking at these coaches, getting some exclusive content. You're going to be able to compare the coaches side by side right there. Um, statistics, their, uh, obviously their ratings and everything else like that. And also another important thing is we're doing weighted averages. So you'll be able to go in and kind of tell us what you care about and how you value the different parameters that are rated mm-hmm. from these coaches. Mm-hmm. And then it'll kind of spit out a custom rating based on that. Because, you know, quite honestly, there are probably athletes out there that don't really care if their coach is cool or not. They just want to win or they want an intense coach or a motivational coach. So they can basically almost take that parameter out and then it'll recalculate the scores for those coaches so there's a there's an assessment on that platform like yeah a, a player the, assessment not not well not quite yet so that's going to be with the subscription model which is coming in the new year very smart yeah so all right so talk about we we could talk a little bit more about the platform because i i really want to know what happened between you know if your company or anything has pivoted but let's jump over to being an entrepreneur because mm-hmm. that's a that's a big part of this did you see yourself as an entrepreneur growing up or when you got out of school? Was that something because there had to be an aha moment about this platform that just hit you? Yeah, I think so. When I went into college, I was an exercise science major. I was mm-hmm. fully intending on that being my major. So, mm-hmm. no, I at, when I was going into college, I did not see that. The first time I got excited about things was probably when I took a class at Skidmore called MB 107, which they're like very well known for. And that's when I saw myself as like a business person. Um, I think I kind of got finance pushed onto me. So that's the direction that I took. And then it was kind of one of those things where when I actually, I I had internships and I always enjoyed my internships and everything. But once I finally started as a true finance businesswoman, it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. I knew I was going on the right path, but I think it kind of hit me, um, Probably when I decided to start doing it while I was also working. So when I said, okay, let me just try out LRT, see what the deal is, see if we can make things happen and, and kind of go from there. I think that's when I got excited about things. And I'm kind of, I mean, I have like a notebook full of ideas for other businesses and everything, but I need to, you know, obviously stay focused on, on what we're doing right now. But I don't see this as my last venture. Um, I think... LRT is exciting, and I think it's great, and I know that we're helping out athletes. I, we're giving kids an outlet, for example, which is really important to me. I mean, just look at everything that happened with the Maryland football coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're giving kids a real outlet and a voice from the college athlete side, and we're also giving this just transparent, raw information to the student ath- the high school student athlete and the parents. Because realistically, when you're going into college and you're dealing with a coach, they're kind of like your your school parent like you're with them all the time you need to rely on them they're talking to you about grades and everything else like that so that's but as far as pivoting though I mean do you want to re-ask the pivoting question or <laughs> let me segue then <laughs> okay so when you started this you know I know it was a, a lot about just kids exploring and discovering colleges find out a little bit more I, I think at that point I think my exact words were oh you're just a tattletailer yeah you know you're yeah. a bunch of tattletailers yeah. <laughs> tattletail under coach yeah. <laughs> Now I think it's different. I think the Maryland case is a is a is a good point. I think Michigan, Penn State, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. You know, there definitely is a challenge and there's an issue. Yeah. You know, um, 
that probably wasn't part of your thought process back then, but I think one of the pivoting or one of the things that probably has been exposed to that is, you know, kids need a voice in this thing and coaches need a voice and parents need a voice. And this is a, this is a part of not only the discovery, but it seems to me as part of that uncovering, wait a minute, time out. Something just isn't right here. Mm-hmm. And um, is that something that has just evolved and became a little bit more of a, a spotlight for you guys now? Or Yeah, I think I think that it was always important for us to give the college athlete a voice, but it definitely has become more prevalent mm-hmm. given everything that's been happening mm-hmm. um, with the NCAA in general. And I, I do think that another important thing is, um, you know, kind of about the pivoting and stuff that we do talk about as recruiting horror stories and just like some of the things that happen through the recruiting process, because realistically, everybody's recruiting process is different. Mm-hmm. You could read as many articles as you want, and it's going to be the cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. Here's what you need to ask the coach on an overnight, and here's what this is, and here's what to do. And that's those are the steps you should realistically follow. But at the same time, that's not what's going to happen on your recruiting process. You're going to go to a school and hate it. You're going to go to a school and love it. You're going to be put in uncomfortable situations. Uh, there's going to be a lot of things going on. So I, I think that outside of just like the coach rating stuff, we're also giving college athletes a voice on our, our like blog platform mm-hmm. because a lot of the articles that are written are by current and former student athletes i'd say about like 90 percent of the articles that are written are are by those kids and they get a chance to talk about their school their you know locker rooms how much they love it or what went wrong actually i, I just learned today that there was a kid on shade 55 sirius xm shade 45 sorry who was talking about how he let go of his full ride scholarship to howard because of a coaching situation i didn't get the chance to listen to it yet but that again that's just another example of kids coming out and a lot of the times we hear that they're afraid to because they know that their coach is going to know, hey, this kid said something about me. Whereas on our platform, everything's anonymous. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a coach sure could try and guess, but so could a teacher with rate my professor or rate my teacher or anything else like that. So we're just trying to do the best that we can. Um, it's a fine line, though, right? You know, it's something that we have to balance. And, um, you know, we're coming out with a lot of uh, regulations with this new version of the site where we're kind of modeling it a little bit after Rate My Professor where it kind of says like, listen, please give us information about how they are as a coach. We don't want to hear about them as a person or what they do in their after hours or anything right. else like that. We just want to hear about them as a coach, how they've affected you or impacted you and what you think a recruit can benefit from the information that you're giving us. That's it. I mean, if you're a platform, right, you're not there to to kind of massage that theory or right. be a whistleblower. Mm-hmm. Um, you're there to provide a platform and a voice for student athletes. Correct. Which I think it seems to be you're hitting it at the right time, at the right moment, you know. And those coaches out there, like you said, the coaches out there that are getting rated great, that they're great coaches, and they know everybody knows who great coaches are. Yeah. Right? It's not, you could just tell. Mm-hmm. It's body, it's everything. And um, those are the ones that would obviously, they wrap their arms around this platform. Yeah. You know, the ones that are hiding or the old school, not that there's anything really wrong with that. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that are going to be a little bit more pessimistic about it, which I'm sure it depends on the sport, too. Well, here and another huge thing to point out is when you're going on a recruiting trip, the coach presumably wants you there and you presumably want to be there. So Mm -hmm. everybody's on their best behavior. Mm -hmm. But what you have to realize is there's you're basically matching two personalities, Mm -hmm. the coach and the student athlete, plus all the other players on the team. Sometimes it's not a bad coach or a bad player. It's more or less just a mismatch between the coach and the player. 
the coach could be fine with another type of student athlete. The student athlete could be great with another type of coach. Sometimes it's just not a true match for what it's meant to be or what the coach is looking for at that time. So that's another thing that's difficult, too, because the coaches also have, you know, hundreds of thousands of student athletes reaching out to them. Hey, you know, take me, take me, take me. And they have to pick between all these kids on limited interactions. So, I mean, it does go go both ways. It's, Without a doubt. Yeah. So so that's another tough thing. And and I really think that by providing information that we do, a student athlete will be able to then say, oh, I think that I would like a coach like that. Like, I want somebody who's really cool or I don't really care if he's cool or, you know, I care if he motivates the team well and all that kind of stuff. And maybe at the time they don't know, but at least it's on their radar to say, hey, these are some parameters that I should be looking into. And I never thought about it in that way before. I didn't think about it in that way when I was going through my recruiting process. Right. So now I don't know if you did. Did you? Probably not. I barely got into college. Yeah. <laughs> Here, <laughs> anybody that could take me, I don't care what they were. Oh, there's all. No, I don't care. You accept me? I'm there. All right. So let's talk about the pivoting of of how the mo- has the model changed? Has your focus changed from your learnings in the past three years? Yes and no. I mean, the true like basis of LRT hasn't changed as far as like the coach ratings and Mm -hmm. everything we have changed a little bit like how we set up the ratings and what uh, student athletes were rating and just how we worded things and Mm -hmm. stuff but like the true heart of it is still there I think the biggest add-on or the biggest pivot that we did was definitely the oh hey um was definitely the um addition of like the articles and the blogs and everything else like that from a business perspective Mm -hmm. what have you learned um, I think I learned that things take a lot longer than you think they're going to, mm-hmm. especially when it's your first business, because mm-hmm. I could have, you know, three years ago, I would have been sitting here like, oh, we're going to have a million ratings next year. Not the case. Like, it's a grind. Mm-hmm. You have to eat, breathe, sleep, dream everything, your business in order to make it successful. And I've definitely learned that. Um, I think that it's also... You can't rely on other people. I think, you know, you got to network as much as possible and it's going to take 200 calls for, you know, one of them to work out. And that's okay. I mean, it's again, it's a grind. And the more calls you have, the more people know about you, which is great. Mm -hmm. But you got to rely on yourself to make those calls and you got to rely on yourself to kind of make things happen. And I don't mean yourself as in like just yourself as an entrepreneur. You can hire great people around you. Like I have some great people around me right now. We have, I think there's six of us. Um, we just took on two interns or their former interns. Now we just took two of them on for business development stuff, Brian and Amanda, and they're phenomenal. At, at this point, I don't know what I would do without them, but it's taken a lot of hiring and kind of going through the process to figure out what kind of people you need and when you need them. So, what would you have, knowing what you know now, going back that time, mm-hmm. besides what you you know just mentioned, you know people and. What, what what would you have done different? Um, there's two things I would have done differently. I think I would have taken more time to understand and learn what the market was looking for with our site. I think we kind of threw something out there, which was good, but we got it out there a little too quickly and we didn't like take the time to listen to some parents and student athletes to see what they would look for or what would make their lives easier with the platform, which we really did this time. We you know, surveyed a lot of folks about what would have made their lives easier on the platform that we had and what they were looking for and what was helpful and everything else like that. So I think I I wish I did a little bit more consumer research with that from the beginning. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I also think this is going to be a weird one. Ready for this one? Um, so both my parents are business. My mom's a businesswoman. My dad's a businessman. And they're both um, great people. I think I wish I like listened to their advice a little bit earlier on because, listen, what am I? I'm 26 now. So I was 23 when this all started. Um Shout out to mom and dad. They're gonna like love. They're gonna be like crying. Listen, listening we'll to this. Like we 50. told you, yeah. They might make this their ringtone. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I wish I listened to them yeah. a little bit sooner with some things. They mm-hmm. had great business instincts yeah. and They're entrepreneurs. Yeah, exactly. So I think you know valuing those opinions in the beginning and not always thinking that you're right. Not that I always thought I was right. I think that sometimes it's hard to hear it from your parents. It's brutal to hear it from mm-hmm. your parents. Yeah. I don't care how old you are. Yeah. No. Exactly. So. I'm listening a lot now, though. My ears uh, are open. <laughs> so they've taken on more of a mentor role than a parent role? Well, yes, exactly. Yeah. So my, my dad's a true mentor advisor with the business. My mm-hmm. mom is deaf. She's like the head of our content. She's mm-hmm. r- moving and grooving. She kind of threw herself into the whole thing, which I totally appreciate. What do you, what, what's her, something on her web, on the website? You said something like there, there's like little bios on everybody on yeah. the website. What was mom's? <laughs> <laughs> mom's was, I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> 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 which perfect. we all know we that's all know perfect. the viral video with that yeah. so yeah so yeah. she just and, and that's so true but at yeah. this i mean she loves it at this point she does yeah. a great job we have 20 interns at a time so if anyone's looking for an internship hit me up um mm-hmm. you can go to our site and hit the contact us or the join our team and you know she's she's killing it i mean she runs the whole internship program at this point we have a f- 12 12 week rotational program set up. So every, every three weeks they're switching rotations. They're learning a lot about the business. Mm-hmm. They're learning about what it's like to be in a startup. Mm-hmm. Um, the non college athletes are learning about what it's like to be a college athlete and, you know, managing time and stuff. Cause sometimes we'll get like, oh, well, I have like a paper due. And then it's like, well, listen, Jim over here has got a game, a paper due, and all this other stuff, and he's making it work. And then they kind of sit back and they're like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. So, um, it's a fun process. The biggest thing for that, though, is we really, really care about the interns and we really want to make sure that they're learning something. We don't just like put them through busy work and, you know, we give them a reason and a purpose for everything that they're doing. Even if it does seem like busy work, here's why it needs to get done and here's how it's going to benefit the company or you or how you're going to apply it to your real real life job in the future. Do they have to be in the New York area, New York City nope. area? Everything's remote. It's all so remote. our whole company is remote right now. We use Slack. Slack is Perfect. literally my best friend. Yep. Um, so we've had kids from Stanford, we've had kids from UC Berkeley, we've mm-hmm. had, you know, Yale kids, we've had them all over the map, which has been great for us. So, I mean, most kids come out of college, they have internships and, you know, they go get jobs and you started your own business. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to that kid who's tracking the same way? That's, I, I want to do it too. I have a great idea. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give them if they are going to do a startup? Yep. Number one. And the second part of that question is, what skill sets do you look for? Would you recommend kids get right now that want to get into business, just business in general? Yep. What are those skill sets that you say? So. Okay, so which one do you want me to answer first? Answer the first one. Okay, so the yeah. first one was advice, right? Yeah. So my advice would definitely be to uh, really believe in what you're doing. It's a little bit different than just going out and getting a job and working for somebody else. You, Like I mentioned earlier, you eat, breathe, sleep, like everything is your business. So you really have to believe in what you're doing, no matter what it is. Maybe you really care about 
trading and you want to try and start a new way to trade stocks or do whatever, just make sure that you really believe in it and make sure that you figure out how it's going to turn a profit very soon. Because that's one of the first things when you start to go out for funding or even when you talk to people, those are the questions that you're going to get asked. And no matter how great your platform is or what you're trying to do is, the only thing that matters is if it makes money because you need to keep the doors open. So that is, I think those are the two things um, that I would recommend. And for the skill set question, that's a great question because mm-hmm. I almost feel like it's stuff that you don't learn in school. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think going to college and everything is super important for other reasons, but I think you need to have discipline. And I think that you need, which I think you do learn through sports. And I think that you need to have um, drive. And by drive, I mean you have to be able to kind of just like put your head down sometimes, get things going, and trust the process as far as like, all right, I'm going to wake up every morning. I'm going to call 20 people for this reason, and then I'm going to move on to this and kind of just understanding that you need to be driven in all aspects of the business. Um, I think another another important thing if you're going to start it is you need to have vision which is an underrated thing. I think you need to really have the vision to understand where you need to start, where you want to be in six months, where you want to be in three years, five years, 10 years, and have a clear path of, I want this either to be my life forever and I want to be like the next Amazon, or I want to build it up and then sell it, or whatever else it may be. I think you also need to be honest with yourself in that conversation as well. So I think those are some of the things, the vision, the drive, and... The what was my first one? I don't even remember. Discipline. Discipline. Let's see, I was Discipline. I was paying attention. You were paying attention. Yep. What is it that um, you know? I I talk a lot about even when I mentor and just on the show. I'm a big believer in EQ, emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. and I said most of the kids that I would hire. I would l- always look for that. Mm-hmm. I always say that EQ to me is more valuable than IQ. And, you know, it's hard to find nice, talented people. It's easy to find talented, smart people. Yep. But it's, it's, it's very hard to find. And the ones that are nice are usually ones that have high EQ. Mm-hmm. Um, what, do, what have you learned about yourself? Like things that maybe someone would tell me. What would your mom and dad say about you? You know, what, what would they describe you? And what do you know about you, you know, that has really helped? Obviously, I know. I just... Just from the time that I've known you, automatically, and you played college, uh, so going through a four-year process mm-hmm. is more important than anything in the world, I, yep. I believe, because you're start, you're, you start it and you finished mm-hmm. it. And um, I know you're competitive. I know you're, you know, I know you're disciplined. I know you're focused. I know you're an A-type personality, right? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Right? And, and I know you're a grinder, <laughs> yeah. right? And you're just not going to let anything get in your way. Mm-hmm. What Now, what do you know about yourself? Like, what are, what are the good and the bad? Like, if you wish... You know, maybe you're really good at business development yep. or creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, are you good at follow-up and finance? And that's, that's a great question. So I think I'm good at, like, the strategy vision portion of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm good at the follow-up. Um, that's something that I've actively been working on. So we kind of took a page out of Bridgewater's book, and we do, like, a nice little radical transparency thing where we've sat each other down and been like, Quite honestly, you're horrible at these two things, but you're great at these two things, like as a team on the same call type of deal. Mm -hmm. And it's really enlightening because I get to like hear what other people think I'm good and bad at. And that was the thing I got called out for the most was was the follow up on things. Um, And I would 
probably not have learned that if I didn't have my team like telling me that like straight to my face. And yeah, sure, the conversation was like stung a little bit, like, ow, like what? I'm bad at something? <laughs> but you know, it's it's yeah. a great exercise and I highly recommend anybody do that. Um, Most very creative people and people with vision um, aren't good at that anyways. Because, interesting. I didn't, yeah, I, it's part of the ADD uh, kind of focus that you have. I totally have ADD. And like, I'm yeah. like, for example, the internship program, I totally set up, I did everything else and I like had it down to a science, like, this is how we're going to work it. We're going to go on Slack. It's going to be a rotational program, and this is how it's going to roll, and we're going to use Google Drive. And, like, I set everything up, and the first rotation of kids, I was on top of the game, and we're going, and boom, 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 and then it was over, and it's like, we got to go through that again? Right. Oh, I'm a little bored with it. Can I go on to something else? And that's where my mom, bless her heart, um, picked up the pieces (laughs) and was like, kid, you got to follow through because she's great with the follow-up. Which is great for for the team dynamic, too. And like I mentioned Brian and Amanda earlier, Mm -hmm. Brian's like me where he likes to kind of reach out and have these conversations and talk to different businesses and stuff. Mm -hmm. And Amanda's the one who's like the steady, constant, like, I'm going to get this PowerPoint done. I'm going to do this. I have my my checklist and all that kind of stuff. So it's good that we have a team that is balancing each other right Mm -hmm. now. But the one thing I'm I'm, I'm really, really bad with is is definitely the follow-up. But I am working on it. I'm like making myself. Don't work on do it. Better. Just hire someone to do it for <laughs> yeah. you. Don't waste your time. Go all in. I feel like I got to get better at it though. Yeah, you I can't hire somebody. Other you know, to do it. Yes, you do. So that, well, that's the key. The key is, you know, you got to go all in on your strengths, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, you, you got to do a little bit more. But you've created a, a process, right? That's a little bit different than just following up the next day with an email. Yeah. You've created a process. You got the process down. Your mind. The way your mind's working, because my mind works very similar, is, all right, been there, done that, I got it. Could someone else just do this for me? Yeah. So that's where you, you get to a point where you start hiring people to kind of man, you know, right. manage your weaknesses. Right. Or things not weakness, because people never want to admit it. It's things you're not interested in, it, so you don't do it well. Oh, trust me. I know my mom, like, right. in high school, <laughs> if I didn't like a class, I was sitting there like, I don't want to. I don't want to have to do my homework right yeah. now. And I got great grades in high school. My mom would be like, you have to because then you got to get into a good college. Oh. And, like, you know, she's thinking bigger picture. I'm just like, I'm not interested in this subject. But the subjects that I was, it was it was so easy to, to do. But you're totally right. That's something that I have to be interested in it to be honestly like, all about it. Honestly, if it wasn't for my wife, I don't know how my son will get through school. I said, when you graduate, knucklehead, you better bring your mother. No, even better. Have your mother go yeah. up there and accept your Literally, diploma. Yeah. She's the one. Yeah. Not you, moron. <laughs> so, That's great. No, I'm, I'm really happy for you. I like the rebrand. I love the Thanks. website. It seems like everything's going. What kind of verticals could you create out of this business now? So now you have kind of the concept. Mm-hmm. What, what, what shoulder kind of verticals go in there that are going to be revenue generating for you? Have you thought about? Um, or, putting in place yeah no i mean like i mentioned the subscription model and that's kind of like huge yeah and that's like more all-encompassing of just like the education and and almost like tracking your recruiting process so like we're gonna allow like people to write notes on coaches like oh we went to go see this coach here and here's what we thought and everything else um so that that's definitely like a huge one um we're starting to work with colleges a little bit more they're kind of giving us some content um for example, like Lehigh did, where we get to talk about like coaches that if they just got hired and they're super pumped about it, we'll feature them on the site, which is also super exciting and everything. So kind of like that um, sponsored content, although we're not quite there yet, it's something that we're like playing around with to see how things go. And we're super excited about that as well. 
I think. Why don't I could see colleges from their enrollment departments actually? Yeah. You know, sponsoring your site and. I would love to release like a Mm -hmm. subscription for the colleges and like kind of talk to them about what would be beneficial because realistically we're generating you know hundreds of thousands of athletes onto our site. I would like for it to just be a one-stop shop where a kid's going to the college page, you know, UNH page, mm-hmm. and they get to see all the recent scores and updates and everything else like that that they kind of have have on their own athletics page and allow them to be a part of the whole platform. Um, again, I think that's like a little bit longer term. Right now we're just trying to focus on this and honing the market with the, the college coach ratings and the head ratings. Um, but I think that's something that, you know, we've talked about and we've dabbled with, and I would love to see that be a – real possibility as far as that kind of stuff is concerned. Oh, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. And we're still doing the workshops. We yeah. we also rebranded that. They used to be called seminars, now they're workshops. So are, are they viral or do you still show up live for them? Show up live. Yeah. I'm there live. I'm talking to the student-athletes. I'm um, talking to the parents as well and kind of walking them through the recruiting process. Mm-hmm. I'm super, super realistic and honest with them. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going in saying, like, everyone's going to get a scholarship and here's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. It's more like – hey, 7% of high school athletes are getting a scholarship. A lot of kids are looking at getting a full-ride D1. First of all, a lot of sports don't even offer that. Mm-hmm. And second of all, here if that's you, you're probably already getting looked at as a freshman or sophomore, realistically. I, I said, We just had this conversation last week, and we talked about it's not even about scholarships. It's about roster spots. Yeah. And people don't even understand that part of For it. For sure. Like, there's not 100 kids on a college baseball team. No, there's not. And, and you know, there's so many smaller schools, D2, mm-hmm. D3, mm-hmm. Um, even NAIA, that are, like, needing kids that, right. like, need to fill their spots. Right. That don't get the chance to have the exposure or anything that people don't know about. I Again, I would love to, like, highlight those schools and be like, these people are looking for, you know, there might be a school in Ohio that you've never heard of that might be, like, the perfect fit for you. You don't really know until you, like, mm-hmm. go and check it out. But we had a, a rating of a coach, and it was for a women's basketball coach. And the player said, she's a great coach. She works so hard for us. She cares about us. But we are a women's basketball team with five people on our team. Five people on our team. That means they have to play every single game, injured or not, unless if they want to forfeit. And she was like, we don't have the money to do – recruiting and we're kind of in the middle of nowhere nobody really checks us out so we're kind of at like a loss right now Mm -hmm. like our coach is great but we don't have like the girls to really feel the court so Mm -hmm. you know in that situation I would love to say hey you know there's a team I don't know how good or bad they are but they need players Mm -hmm. go check it out it's another another vertical for you yeah right so um how do people get a hold of you if if I have if there's coaches listening or if there's parents Mm -hmm. or Student athletes listening, how do they reach? Or oh, they want internships? Anything, yeah. Oh. Um, so all you have to do is it's lrt-sports.com. Yeah. And you literally just go to contact us. The form goes directly to me. So that's all you have to do. You can email me, which is my name, which is kirsten.sires at lrtsports.com, lrt-sports.com, which I'm sure it'll be somewhere. Let's go to website. Yeah, I was going to say, just go to the website because my name's hard enough to spell anyway. So, um, yeah. Any other questions? You got anything else for me? Yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's a statement that I made in our first. I, I said there was never, there's no good football players from the state of Vermont. Oh my gosh! Did you? I, I did. Yeah. I did. It was a, it was a comment. I got a lot of flack for that. Comment. Did you get yes, a lot? I, did. Oh I got goodness. a ton. <laughs> I got a ton. I said, well, the first thing I wasn't really worried because there's probably only about five of you. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I did. I was like, I'll never make that comment again about anybody, oh, especially man. when I grew up in Connecticut. Yeah. I had no grounds of making that comment. That's so funny. But um, I wish you the best of luck. Thanks. Thanks for- I wish the baseball coach was here tonight. I know. He was ready for you, too. I know. And he's, and he's good, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad he has a good rating, too. Yeah. He's top got- rated coach. He's like four. What's the top? Uh, what's the highest? Five? Highest is, yeah, it's out of five. So he was like 4.3, 4. Oh, that's 4. awesome. Yeah. So yeah. he probably has like a little ribbon that says top rated coach. Oh, yeah. Like oh, that. yeah. He's yeah. up there. He's very proud him, of it. Man. I said, dude, I like maybe it. she has a pin for you. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> maybe. You know what? If I knew ahead of time, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Anything else? No, I think I think that's you, it. I mean, we cover everything? I just like to say to everybody, go check out the site. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if anybody has any feedback or anything, we're so open to it. So I'll reach email out to us you. Yeah. feedback or whatever else it may be. Yeah. LRT Sport. Uh, LRT Sports. That's it. Dash. Yeah, the website, lrt-sports.com. lrt-sports.com. Go check it out. Uh, thank you so much for joining me oh again. So this is like our annual, this is me. our every three years we'll be checking yep. checking in on this and see where, you know, all the new developments that you have. What When you sell it for millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice, right? <laughs> you know, to scout.com. Or, um, I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks I appreciate it. Thanks you for bet. having me. Thanks again for listening to Sports Biz Podcast, presented by Game Plan U, with your co-hosts, Rob Thompson and Mark Kerpo. You can watch us live Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. East Coast Standard Time, on Instagram, at Game Plan U. For more information, go to sportsdreamjob.com.